of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. You were sent to heal the contrite, Lord have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy. You plead for us at the right hand of your Father, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and in earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father. 
Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you are the Holy One, you are the Lord, you are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Show favour, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, that made fervent in hope, faith and charity, they may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. There is no God other than you, who cares for everything, to whom you might have to prove that you never have uh, were ju- that you that you to whom you might have to prove that you never judged unjustly. Your justice has its source in our strength. Your sovereignty over all makes you lenient to all. You show your strength when your sovereign power is questioned, and you expose the insolence of those who, who know it. But, disposing of such strength, you are mild in judgment. You govern us with great lenience, for you have only to will, and your power is there. By acting thus, you have taught a lesson to your people, how the virtuous man or woman must be kindly to the other person. And you have given your sons and daughters the good hope that after sin you will grant repentance. The Word of the Lord. O Lord, you are good and forgiving. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord, for you are great and do marvellous deeds, you who alone are God. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. A reading from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. The Spirit comes to help us in our weakness. For when we cannot choose words in order to pray properly, the Spirit himself expresses our plea in a way that could never be put into words. And God, who knows everything in our hearts, knows perfectly well what he means, and that the pleas of the saints expressed by the Spirit are according to the mind of God. The Word of the Lord The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus put a parable before the crowds. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everybody was asleep, his enemy came, sowed darnel all among the wheat and made off. And when the new wheat sprouted and ripened, the darnel appeared as well. 
The owner's servants went to him and said, Sir, was it not good seed that you sowed in your field? If so, where does the darnel come from? Some enemy has done this, he answered. And the servant said, Do you want us to go and weed it out? But he said, No, because when you weed out the darnel, you might pull out the wheat with it. Let them both grow till the harvest. And at harvest time, I shall say to the reapers, First, collect the darnel and tie it in bundles to be burnt, then gather the wheat into my barn. The Gospel of the Lord. Well done to many of you who have over the last few months been following the Mass itself on the Facebook and the parish website. If someone had told us on the first day of 2020 that we would be watching Mass on our computer screens for four and a half months and unable to be physically present in the church, we would probably have said that they'd lost their mind. But many of you have negotiated and steered your way around the intricacies of the internet and computer to listen to the Mass and to connect with the parish and the church. I know that this was no mean feat and tricky for many of you. Lots of people have told me that it's thrown up lots of strange things. For instance, you've been watching Mass, some of you while in your pyjamas. You've been drinking your tea while listening to me. And you've been getting your hair done while you hear my voice in the background. When some of you have not been able to master the, the things around about the computer, I know also that younger members of the family have very often set up things for you. I heard of one older person when things were set up and the person could see me and hear me, they were absolutely amazed at it. After about 10 minutes, they turned to their relatives and said, Can Father Morton see us? And can Father Morton hear us? Well, just to reassure you all, you can see me, but I cannot see you. I don't yet have that magical chip that I can see into your very living rooms. And you know, maybe for myself, too, saying Mass in this way is not without distractions and difficulties too. I'm very grateful to a number of parishioners who have made it possible to offer Mass in this way and to keep in contact with you over the last few months through this means. We have to be watchful. It's caught us out on a number of occasions. Sound drops and then it can cut out unexpectedly. But for 99% of the time, as you know, it has been fine. But there is the unseen and the unexpected things that very often happen like crosses falling on your head. Postmen looking through the windows can be a distraction as well. And birds unexpectedly crashing into windows while you are mid-sentence. And doorbells and phones ringing. And strange people in the yard yelling to you. A host of things too darting through your mind. I hope I don't forget to say this. Or I hope I say it in the right way. As you can imagine, it's not without its difficulties, and there is a nagging doubt always, are these people hearing this, and are they really seeing me? 
I watched the Mass on replay a number of times to hear its sound and to see how it looks. It very often passes the test, but I must admit to being a bit horrified. I didn't know I had as many ticks as I have and how poor the delivery sometimes seems and how vacant the stairs can look. I think if anything, it has made me more self-conscious. But you can't but be impressed by the whole process itself. And many of you have managed to connect and stay in touch and be in the church in a certain sense in this way, through and despite the adversity. Many thousands of people have gone to Mass, sometimes each day over the period. Many thousands have prayed their way through this particular situation that we find ourselves in. And many people, instead of losing their faith along the way, have found it in a strange way, strengthened through this. It's kept us together, kept us connected in a way that we couldn't possibly have expected. Now today, during this weekend, we will be able to return to Mass in the church, cautiously at first and with much reduced numbers. It's a start and of course it makes us appreciate what we actually have. But we are still in a public, uh, in a major public health emergency and we have to be very careful, cautious and watchful and take all the necessary precautions to be safe and to make others safe too. In today's Gospel passage, we have a different type of parable. No real story, no characters, no plot, no punchy message. But it's a different type of parable that we might sometimes call an allegory. An allegory could be a story or a poem, but often it can be just a simple picture or an image of a situation that is recalled to represent something else. Jesus in the parable gives us a picture of a field in which the wheat is growing. We see the, wheat, the field, the waves of wheat swaying in the wind, and maybe the rain falling and the sun beating down. But also in this field growing alongside the wheat are the weeds or the darnel. Any gardener among us will know the same. You plant things and before you know it, the wheat grows up at the same time. How they got there, you never quite are sure. In the parable itself, or in this allegory, it is put to us, should we go and remove the weeds so that they don't strangle the wheat? But the parable or the allegory says that if we do this, then there is a danger that we disturb or uproot the wheat. No, the conclusion is, let them grow alongside each other. The image itself is in actual fact a powerful one in which the field represents the world. We are in the world and this is not a perfect world. We grow alongside the temptations and difficulties of life. It would be easy to dream of a world in which there were no problems, in which we could get rid of the weeds, the weeds but we're planted in the world. We can envisage ourselves, therefore, in no other place. And we are not to imagine ourselves like the film The Wizard of Oz looking for some Emerald City or La La Land. We grow in the world, the gritty world, 
in which the, the wheat grows alongside the weeds. This is the real world, not an imaginary world or a par parallel world that we create. We are in this world and we're not to try and escape from this world, for it's in this world that our salvation will be won, where the wheat grows amidst the weeds. We therefore face our challenges. We don't run away from them that very often frighten us. We don't close our eyes and hope that when we open them, the things won't be there. We are in the world, the real world, with all its challenges and with all its possibilities. The wheat grows in the field alongside the weeds that grow up with it. We are in this world and no other world. The world with all its good and with all that's not so good. We're not sealed off or protected from some sort of thing in the world by spiritual forces that protect us. We are in a world, not an imaginary world. We are in a world, not just a, a, a something that we imagine, but something plain and simple that is the world. You might have expected Jesus himself to say something different, and people of his own time might have expected him to say something different too, but he doesn't. What he says in this parable is grow, prosper, live in this field where the wheat and the weeds grow together alongside each other. There is no other world that's given to us. We live in this world, therefore, in which we are thrown into a public health emergency. It would be nice to imagine a world or think of something different from what we're in. It would be nice to imagine that we have no troubles. It would be nice to imagine and to think of a world in which we simply glide along, trouble-free. But this is the world in which we live, with all its dangers, with all its trials, with all its challenges, and indeed with all its wonderful possibilities for good. We will grow here, tall and strong, where we are planted and where God wishes us to be in the moment. We will face our challenges and not run away from them. We will not close our eyes and hope that we are magicked away to some other place. No, we simply stand here, tall, grow in the field, in which the weeds grow alongside us. And here, in this world, God will be with us. Under the sign of the cross, we have confidence that he will be with us. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things are made. For as men and women and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary 
and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For safety in this time in which we are emerging from the virus, be mindful of people who have lost their lives, people still sick, and for the protection and safety of us all. And for all those who have given their time to keep us safe, for those in service industries that have worked hard to keep things open and functioning. And for these summer months in which people who work in the land hope for a good harvest, that their work itself may be appreciated by us all. And that all of us may appreciate the beautiful gifts of nature that surround us in growing things. And for those who are fearful of losing their job and to face an uncertain future. And for all who have lost heart in this time, for support and strength in these challenging days, for all who feel their spirits low. And in thanksgiving for all who are good to us, help us and strengthen us and give us hope. Heavenly Father, we ask you to listen to our prayers, which we make with ever-growing confidence through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, to the goodness we have this prayer to offer, which you have given in human Take me, Lord, use my life in the way you wish to
Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who in the one perfect sacrifice brought to completion varied offerings of the law, accept, we pray, this sacrifice for your, from your faithful servants, and make it holy as you bless the gifts of Abel, so that what each has offered to the honour of you may benefit for the salvation of us all. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with the angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to a newness of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special guidance and protection in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
today we're joined especially uh, at the Mass uh, by two people who are celebrating 40 years of marriage, uh, Joe and Ronnie Johnson, and we welcome them especially to Mass. And uh, at the end of this Mass, we want to give them a special blessing on this uh, very happy occasion. Joseph and Ronnie, on the anniversary of that celebration at which you joined your lives in an unbreakable bond through the sacrament of matrimony, you now intend to renew before the Lord the promises that you made to one another, and we ask you to turn to the Lord in prayer, that these vows may be strengthened by his divine grace. May the Lord keep you safe all the days of your life. May he be your comfort in adversity and your support in prosperity. May he fill your home with his blessings. Increase and sanctify, Lord, the love of these your servants, who once gave each other rings as signs of faithfulness, that they may always grow in grace of this sacrament that they have received. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. We praise you, Lord. We bless you, creator of all things, who in the beginning made man and woman that they might form a communion of life and love. We also give you thanks for graciously blessing the family life of your servants, Joseph and Ronnie, so that they might present an image of Christ's union with the Church. Therefore, look with kindness upon them today, and as you have sustained their communion amid joys and struggles, renew their marriage covenant each day, increase their charity, and strengthen them in the bond of peace so that together in the circle of their children that surrounds them, they may ever enjoy your blessing. May God, the all-powerful Father, grant you joy. May his only begotten Son stand by you with his compassion in good times and bad. And may the Holy Spirit always pour forth his love into your hearts. And may Almighty God bless you both, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wishing you both every blessings of peace and, and joy uh, tomorrow when you celebrate uh, this special day and uh, 40 years of marriage is great and by my calculation uh, for Joe is certainly that would have been when he was 20 so uh, uh, when he was married so when you're both married and that's that's a lot of years so wishing you both uh, every joy and peace uh, with your family and friends uh, tomorrow. Uh, just to ask you to remember that the, the church is open tomorrow and uh, unfortunately we can't open it to everyone, it's just anybody that uh, has ordered or organised a, a booking or a place, uh, but the masses will be at 10, 12 and 6 tomorrow, uh, so just to remind you of that, there's, I think there's a few places that are still available that you can book online, um, so it's kind of hurry and not to be disappointed. Um, just in the next uh, week then, just to let you know, uh, on Monday the church itself will be open from 6 to 7 uh, for prayer, for expedition of the Blessed Sacrament, anybody that wishes to come, and the Sacrament of Confession as well. Uh, on Wednesday and Friday morning then, there will be 10 o'clock Mass uh, here in the parish, uh, and uh, you don't have to sign up for that uh, in terms of coming uh, on the internet, just uh, have to sign in uh, for the church itself but just remember there's only 50 so uh, we can only accommodate 50 so if you're 51 or 52 we'd have to turn you away but 
Uh, if you come on the Wednesday and the Friday, uh, there is a morning mass here. Uh, not quite wanting to have mass every day, just kind of obviously very aware of the, the virus still with us and, and uh, do everything we can to contain it. So, um, so Monday, uh, there'll be uh, church will be open 67 on Wednesday at 10 and Friday at 10 as well. And just after those 10 o'clock masses, uh, the church will be open for a further half hour uh, for exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. So if you want to come, uh, maybe not to Mass, but just for uh, some, some moments of prayer, then you can do that on the Wednesday and the Friday. Uh, so uh, that's also times maybe for you just to remain in the church or, or to come to church. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go forth. The Mass is ended.